I'm Chrissy. I'm Anastasia. This, this is Two Broke Moms. As a woman and mom, we face the world with facade, but this isn't always who we are. Today we want to take off our masks and be transparent. The struggle is real. So we wanted to talk a little bit about social media and the portrayal of lives today. Um, we were discussing the other day about how you can take from other social media posts and things like that. You can either take positives from it, inspiration from other people's lives, or you can be super jealous. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time social media is extremely fake. A lot of the times you can't tell what's real. Right. So we were talking about how, you know, people see your life and you see other people's lives and you judge them immediately. I mean, whether you mean to or not, you judge them and you wonder how the hell are they able to afford all this stuff? These experiences, experiences. Yeah. their kids' nice wardrobe, their nice wardrobe. Like, how does that work? You know, and for a lot of people, that's the reality on social media. People that become popular influencers usually do have money. So it's it's their reality. But what's real and what's fake? And are we taking it away in a positive light? Like, yeah, I want to be able to do this for my kids. Or what can I do for my kids? Mm -hmm. Or are we being jealous? And we, we had a long discussion about it because Chrissy doesn't feel like she's ever been jealous, especially to social media. I, I get it. Like, people say, oh, well, you're always busy or you're always doing stuff. But when I see other people's social media, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, that's yeah. nice that they get to do that. Yeah, and I kind of feel the same way. I feel like everything I usually view or take, there have been times, of course, where I'm like, damn, I wish I had a nice house like that or I wish I could do that, you know. Mm -hmm. I want to go on a European vacation or something, you know. And it's hard to distinguish, like, whether you're not meeting that. Like, if, you, if your life is falling short to you or if you just... You just want, you know, want to do the best that you can. Mm -hmm. So it's it's hard to distinguish, like, am I doing am I doing right or am I not enough? Mm -hmm. As a parent and as a woman in general, like, oh, I wish I had her nice body on social right. media, you know? I mean, it's easy, like, God, if I only, you know, worked out six days a week for an hour a day and ate healthy, I'd be totally like that. Like, right. as soon as somebody invents a pill where I don't have to eat anything but pizza and can <laughs> look like that, it's going to be, be nice. I'm coming for you bitches, you know? So... It's, it's all about um, whether pe you think people have it together or whether people think you have it together. I know people have talked to both of us and been mm -hmm. like, wow, you're doing so much with your, your children. You're, you're going to do all these fun things. Like, you're always busy. Yeah. I'm like, well, I think it's my priorities. I prioritize those things and Definitely. I plan them. It's not like I just – usually I don't go on a whim and just do something random. It's always planned. It's always this is my schedule. This is where we're going. Um, so that's something that people don't see because they, they only see what you post right. and they don't see that you're saving money to, to get places or, you know, my daughter who I took a beautiful picture of had a massive tantrum right after I snapped that photo. Yeah. Image versus reality can be quite disillusioned right. because you can get a picture of your kid like I did the other day at brunch where we were mm -hmm. having this nice brunch and he's like super happy and then you don't see where he didn't actually eat any of his food except the croissant and licked the whipped cream off of his pancakes. Oh, nice. Yeah, and that was it. And, you know, everybody gets this image of him, like, having this nice meal in front of him and me taking my son out on a mother-son date and, like, mm -hmm. oh, it's so nice that you do that. But then he fucking gets yelled at in the middle of a restaurant because he licked the whipped cream off a pancake. <laughs> right. So it's all, like, like I said, image versus reality. And, you know, you said... 
you sometimes your daughter has a tantrum right before that photo or right after that mm-hmm. photo but why do you why do you take those photos and why do you put them online anyway well I, I look at it as these are the moments that I want to remember of my daughter. I don't want to, and I also don't want to put out in the universe negative thoughts. Um, I don't want to, I want to pers- put out positive things because I feel like what you put out in the universe, you'll get back. And yeah. if I'm putting all the bad things that my daughter does or all the bad things that's happening in my life, I feel like that's what I'm going to focus on. And I don't want to focus on those things. I want to focus on the positives and I want to remember that. Yeah, and if you post that tantrum, you know, you, you're always a little leery of what are people going to think of me right. if my kid's throwing a massive tantrum and I'm recording it. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's funny. I mean, right. you're like, mm, maybe I should post this because it's hilarious and people will relate to it. Well, and I think that's another thing is you don't have to post everything perfect, but sometimes I'll post like funny things that my daughter said or when she yelled a kuna matata at the Lion King. Yeah, the moment the moment Mufasa died, Maddie yells, Akuna Matata, Mom. And my son's like, You're heartless. <laughs> he just looks at his friend like you are a heartless little girl. I was like, her dad died. Yeah, you're, dad like, died. you're like, Maddie, Mufasa died. And she's like, Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata. Yeah, what do you, it means no worries. It means no worries. Okay? We'll get through it. Yeah. Come on, mom, suck it up. But those kind of funny moments where it's like, Am I being a good parent? I really don't care, but they're funny anyway. Yeah, like, am I being a good parent or by posting this and showing other moms that reality is really this way? Or am I being a good parent by not letting those moments define my relationship with my daughter oh, and yeah. posting the good, you know? Or, yeah, and I think mixing the funny in with the, the good is, is, always, yeah. is always good. And out- You're human. Right. Outside of social media, you remember the good anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, there are moments as a parent and as a woman in general that you... Don't find fond memories, you know, but you do. And ultimately, at the end of the day, you remember the good stuff. Mm-hmm. And, I, rem- you know, you remember going to fair with your kids and how much fun you had on the Ferris wheel. But mm-hmm. you don't remember the massive tantrum where you had to drag them into a porta potty and have a come-to-Jesus talk <laughs> because they're embarrassing you flinging a lote all over, mm-hmm. you know. So that really happened. <laughs> really- True story. True story. So, yeah, yeah. it's it's all about... Not, not just prioritizing what you're actually paying for and what you're actually posting that's a reality, but prioritizing what you're doing as mm-hmm. well. If, if you take the time to just go to the fair with your kid, whether or not they're throwing a tantrum, you might get good memories out of it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be 24 bucks out of your pocket you may not want to spend, but at the same time, it's going to be worth it. I want it. that experience for Yeah, them. and those pictures, like, you know... This is, I'm going to bring up your, your horrid memory from a couple weeks back where you went to your daughter's graduation and we're in tears because your daughter didn't give a shit that you were there. Yeah. I went in and I was like, oh my gosh, I barely made it. I had a work thing. I was like, I was so excited to be there for her graduation and I come in and you know, my husband's there for her and I knew she was going to be supported, but I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy. And she's like throwing this huge tantrum because I just want to get a picture of her. And she's like, I don't want to do it. And in front of all of the parents, in front of all of the children, and I'm just like, okay. And, and you know, in that moment, I was like, this is more about me than it is about her. Right. Like, am I am I doing this just for that picture? Am I worried about it? Well, and I'm, I'm worried about how I'm feeling rather than her. And so I, I, took, I took a step back, and I was like, I'm going to take that moment of taking her picture with her and her friend that we, we took – and, and, you know, posting it and being like, this is, this was an important day for her. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't about me or about the tantrum that she threw because I was expecting her to be all loving and caring when I showed up. Right. And she's, I mean, the harsh reality is she's a kid. Right. And because it's important to you doesn't mean it's important to them. Right. And she just, she just, she has different ways of viewing things. And that's 
how everyone is. And I think we've all had moments, any, any parent has had moments where your kid is ungrateful <laughs> and you're like, why am I doing this? Why am I stressing myself out and trying to make things perfect when... Struggling, giving them yeah, experiences. Why am I doing this for them? I, I had that when I, when I took Gage, my oldest, to Disney World and he was, he, I mean, he was great. Most of the time. But the very last day, I didn't let him have a bag of candy to take on the plane. And mm-hmm. he was like, this has been terrible. I just want to go back to my dad. I am i don't even know why I came with you. And I'm like, you little... I spent over six rounds on vacation. <laughs> I spent a lot of money on this vacation. I spent a lot of time. Mm-hmm. I You planned everything. And I suffered for right. a year to plan it. And you're being ungrateful because of a bag of candy. Right. Dude. It was the moment. It was the moment. And then you're like, why do I do this? But then, you know, now I have all those pictures at Disney World, Mm -hmm. all the different places he went with this big goofy grin on his face and hugging me and how happy he was in those little moments, you know, that it was all worth it in the end. Mm -hmm. So it's hard as a parent to, like you said, step back, realize what's important to you and what's important to them Mm -hmm. and just cherish the moments as they come. Take the bad, take the good, bring out of it what you what you want to. Right. I mean, if you bring the positive out of it and you post the positive, that's what it was. And there's no shame in that. There's no shame in that. And I, it's it's what I want to put my, when I put my life out there for people to see, that's what I want to see. And when the memories pop up, that's what I want to see. Right. Don't I don't want to see, see me ranting about my daughter and whatever happened for that day yeah. that she got over the next day. And there also comes a line, I feel like, where some people are very... Like you said, well, like you said in the beginning, they put this facade on. They wear a mask of who they are and what their kids are really like. And it's like, no, I know you, and I know yeah. that you aren't doing these things or, or or being supportive to your child in the way that you're portraying online. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. You you're gonna live your life and you're gonna do things the way you do them. At the end of the you know years, it's all gonna come back to you. Mm-hmm. So. Whether you lie or not online and portray a false image, the only person you're hurting is yourself. Mm-hmm. Because people are going to take from your posts envy, maybe, and maybe they're going to take inspiration, like we talked about. But is it true? I don't know. But who's it going to haunt? It's not going to haunt me. Mm-hmm. If I'm like, oh, man, I wish I could take my kid to Six Flags, you know, seeing someone's post. But they had a terrible time and completely just put on Facebook that it was great and wonderful and their, you know, people came through and blah, 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 blah. But then, but then you know that they didn't. Mm. It's like, it's not going to haunt me at night, but you're going to be the one crying in bed because you know the reality of the situation. Right. Or... But, I mean, that's our experience. It's their experience. And it's what they want to put yeah. out, out So there. it's a double-edged sword. Right. Uh, and I think that the reason why we wanted to talk about social media was because it feeds into the experiences that we show, the, you know, what we show out to the outside world, but also, like, how we do that. Mm-hmm. And how we give those experiences. Right. Not just experiences, but things, too. Things, yeah. yeah. I mean, shopping, you know, g- making sure our children have what they need um, and to get through life. And, you know, making sure that we look professional in our, in our jobs, in mm-hmm. our careers. And, uh, you know, having a, having a decent home. And being two broke moms. Yes. You know, we have to figure out where the priority lies. Mm-hmm. Like, is it worth it to get your kid that extra, you know, expensive pair of shoes? Meh, probably not. But do you want to? Will it make you feel better if your kid's going to school in nicer things? Eh, maybe. Right. Maybe. Maybe it'll make me feel better to, you know, have a name brand outfit on at work. Because sometimes I see other people with name brand outfits. Or maybe I see something on an influencer online that I really like and I think, you know what, I'm going to spoil myself and I'm going to spend money I wouldn't normally spend because I want to have some nice things too. Well, and it's about like what you want and what 
not what you want to show off to the world. For us, at least, it's about, like, I like, you know, bags because mm-hmm. I want them to last a long time. Yeah, quality. Yeah. Quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. And so, same with, like, toys for my daughter. Mm-hmm. I don't, I stopped. Like, at first, I was like, I'm going to buy, you know, I'm going to make sure she has enough. I mean, she's had all the toys. And then all of a sudden, for, like, Christmas and her birthday, I'm just like, you know, she needs a cup, like, one or two, but she doesn't need a ton. Right, get my kid clothes. Like, she has, like, 50 stuffed animals. They they grow out of their clothes. Give me give me those. Give me clothes. Give me gift cards. Right. <laughs> Stop buying my child toys, especially loud toys. I know. Well, and I, I feel like they, they're so bombarded with them that it's yeah. just, it's not, she doesn't enjoy every moment with the toys because there's so many of them. Yeah, and the majority of the time they go in the back of the closet mm-hmm. and they don't even And we're them. talking about toys that other people have given our children. Yeah, yeah, to- like, presents. Right. Yeah, Christmas and birthdays. My mom is notorious for spending a ridiculous amount of money on Christmas presents and then me getting one thing that they really want. Right. And they just, and she gets so mad at me because, like, for example, she got my son probably $300 worth of toys when Toys R Us was closing last year. Over time, you know, she didn't mm-hmm. do it all at once. Oh, but of course. Then Christmas comes along and he opens all these presents and, you know, he's nine at the time and he's like, wow, Grandma, thanks, blah, blah, blah. And I hand him a $50 Amazon card and he lost <laughs> his mind. He was like, I have the freedom to shop on Amazon. I'm so adult. And, I'm, and she was like, she looked at me and she was like, I hate you. Right? <laughs> so it, it's all, you know, priorities, like we mm-hmm. said before. But as broke parents, we've got to take what's really important mm-hmm. and push it to the front. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, yeah, it's... I mean, that $50 Amazon card broke my bank, mm-hmm. but I knew that's what he wanted, and it wasn't that much, you know? Right. It was it was something that he would cherish and really like. Well, he, he enjoyed it. He enjoyed it, And that's yeah. important. Right. And it wasn't something quality that he could keep forever, but it was something that he will remember. Well, it was about the free... For him, it was about the freedom. Right. And the freedom being, to do what he wanted. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. As being, like, a almost preteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost. Oh, my God. Preteen. <laughs> Two more years. Give me two years. <laughs> so, yeah, it's all about, you know, po- taking the positives and, t- and manifesting manifesting what you will out of your relationships with your kids or your relationships with each other. And finances. And finances. Mm-hmm. It's taking, yeah, it's taking it and, and running with it. I mean, in general. Like, mm-hmm. if you're broke, you're going to prioritize what you're going to prioritize, whether that is saving and being more fiscally responsible or it's taking a random trip to Disney. It's, you know, you're going to prioritize what you will, but at the end of the day, they're going to remember the good times. They're going to remember the little silly things you've done. They're not going to remember you working 40 hours a week and saving and Mm -hmm. putting money into your house. They're not going to remember that. Not that we don't agree with that. Right. You should save. Oh, definitely. That's what you want to do. Definitely. (laughs) Well, and I mean, we save too. Yeah. Like, uh, that's what I mean by prioritizing. Mm -hmm. We're, We're also doing our best. I mean, we're making sure our bills are paid. Oh, yes. At, At the end of the day, I'm paycheck to paycheck. But I'm making sure my bills are paid, and if there's a little extra at the end of the thing, it usually, honestly, doesn't go into savings. It usually goes into experiences with my kids, mm-hmm. whether that's just out for dinner or out for movies. movies. Yeah. Yeah, and there's not a lot of money at the end of the month, but they're going to remember those times. You know, they're not going to remember me saving that extra 30 bucks and not taking them to the movies because it's fiscally irresponsible. <laughs> they don't care. But even just little by little, putting like a little bit away. Yeah. Um, and that was impossible for years for mm-hmm. me. So it's just a new thing yeah, now. Also being able to like pay for our trips like over time and right. planning them out early is very important as well. Yeah. Putting a deposit down and paying chunks rather than paying four grand out the right out of the wallet for our vacation is like impossible for us. So mm-hmm. we do what we can. So, um, tell me, how have you struggled with being broke? Oh my gosh. Like, give me, give me, like, a, a small condensed version of it. 
for me personally? For you personally. So, I, I said in the last episode, you know, I was 19 when I had my first son. I moved out of my ex's house with nothing. I started over. I moved back to my hometown, where we're both from. Mm -hmm. And I was working as a CNA. I had just got my CNA license, and I was working. And literally, I mean, from, from then until probably last year, I was working paycheck to paycheck for the majority, all of my 20s, mm -hmm. all of my 20s. I'm 30 now, and it's like... Finally, just now I have a job where I can put a little bit aside if I want to or use it to do something else. But lit literally, it's been paycheck to paycheck my entire life, my entire adult life. Mm -hmm. I think even when I was a kid, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's been paycheck to paycheck, but I also started out pretty much in banking and finance. So I knew how to save where it counted. I have IRAs and I have um, retirement plans and they roll over every time I get a new job. And I've also very quickly worked my way up into a type of work that will pay well. So I moved up to Northern Oregon. You've negotiated really well. Yeah, I've negotiated really well, and I've moved up to Northern Oregon for more opportunity. Mm -hmm. And I've also found the niche that pays well without a high, without a college degree, because I don't have a college degree. So I had to figure out where it was that I could niche myself in, that I could continue to work my way up over the $20 an hour mark and be able to afford to live here as well as do the things I want to do, have my own place and not have roommates. It was really hard. Mm -hmm. But I've struggled with money. I, I never had any kind of addictions because I learned from my parents. Mm -hmm. So I didn't even smoke cigarettes. I, I mean, I definitely drank in my 20s, but I but I didn't go out and drink every weekend kind of thing. Uh, um, so for me, <laughs> it, for me, it was never extra spending. Like, it's yeah. never that I, like, blow my money. I definitely don't go out and go shopping for myself still to this day. Mm -hmm. Very rarely will I grab a new blouse or outfit for work. Um, and it's been really funny to have a boyfriend that's like, oh, no, no, get yourself an outfit, you know? And I'm like, oh, I don't want to spend any money. But then, but then he's like, oh, I love this site, you know, where I get my clothes. And I'm like, here's $160 worth of clothes for you. Just dropped it, you know? <laughs> like, it's no big deal. But when it comes to myself, it's hard to spend money. It's very hard for me to spend money on myself or do things for myself. Mm -hmm. Whereas it's like, if, if it's my kids and it's school year, I'm like, Below two hundred dollars on clothes. Right. You well, know? and if you had you've had kids since you were young, so they've exactly been your, they've been my priority. They've been your priority. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's been really tough um, living paycheck to paycheck and wanting to do the things that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. um, but like I said, I never had anything that I really was spending money on. It was just that there was no month at the end of the mm -hmm. money. I mean, there was more month at the end of the money. That's right. what it was. Yeah. It was like I pay my I pay my cell phone, I pay my electricity, I pay my rent, and it's gone. And that's it. And, and there was no food. more. And food, yeah. Food's, <laughs> food's kind of important. It's been a struggle for me. Yeah, it's hard. It is hard. So, um... What about you? How did you struggle with money in your 20s? Well, uh, so my, I mean, my family, we went through some hard times in my teenage years, but I learned from my grandparents, like, don't put anything on credit if you don't have to. Like, that was a big thing. I mean, even though I struggled with that a little bit when I turned 18... Still, I was like, okay, try not to have credit, try not to have credit cards. I kind of had to dig myself out of a hole from my 18, 19 years. But um, when I was in college and I was at the university, I was literally eating cheese and tortillas. Yeah. Like, that was all I ate because that's all I could afford. And I didn't, I couldn't eat. I, I didn't. I didn't ask for help because I was trying to make it on my own. I had a job while I was in school. I had a full-time job while I was in school and paying everything. I didn't have student loans, so I didn't really have extra. And so doing that and having to find alternatives to getting enough money to buy food, 
Yeah. Like there was a lot of time where I didn't, you know, I struggled in that sense. Um, and then, you know, as I got out of, I got out of college and I was able to get a good job in finance as well and banking. Mm -hmm. That's how we, we met. We're both bankers. Yeah. We're both bankers. Um, I was able to kind of pull myself up, save some money and, you know, make some good financial decisions in my late twenties and be able to save for things. And also one thing that's really, really important for us is that we try our hardest to save for the next month. And so a lot of times we have to dip into that, um, especially with me um, owning my own business. I've had to kind of go against that rule a little bit. But it was really important to us so that if we fell into like hardships, because both my husband and I have lost our jobs in the last five years. Um, so Not we, now, but Not now, before. but we, he lost his job, and then I lost my job the year, right. a year later. So we were, you know, making sure that we have that safety net. And um, one of the things, though, is that when we got married, um, one, uh, Nathan and I said to, said, Nathan said to me, he was like, you know, I don't want to be the people that say I'm broke, I can't do anything. Yeah. And not saying that we're going to do everything we possibly can, but we just don't, we don't want to put that out there, that we're broke, so we're, we can't do anything. We want to be able to save for what we want to do and then do those things to an extent. I mean, nothing extravagant. Right. But we wanted to have that have that freedom or at least if we couldn't afford it then we just said sorry we can't tonight yeah. um but it was very important to us as a as a partnership to um to come to that and and agree to that yeah and in my I left that out a little bit um with the credit cards I never had the opportunity to have credit I ruined my credit at 18 my parents helped right. <laughs> and so then you know I never tried to fix it either until mm -hmm. I was in my mid 20s. Mm -hmm. um, at that point, I finally had like a little credit card and was able to occasionally put things on there. And I was very cautious on what to do. And, mm -hmm. you know, I used it for like gas and that was it. Um, so I built up my credit really slowly, but it, it took a lot of work from my late 20s till now to build it even up to what it is. And it's still not perfect. It's just I've had to work really hard to take away what I did in my early 20s, mm -hmm. which sucked because it's like, two years and it's down the drain and then it takes you 10 years to build it back right. up. It's so hard. Yeah. My, my uh, credit card statements were going to an address that I never got the mail for. So, uh, and someone said they would pay the parents that they would, oh, I'll take care of it. A parent. <laughs> a parent. We're not going to name names. <laughs> not going to name names. Right. But, um, well, what are you most proud of? I'm most proud of digging myself out of my own hole. So like I said, I've left two relationships that were long-term and then I had to kind of just pick up my bootstraps and, do me and it was really hard to do things on my own mm -hmm. and have I'm, I'm proud of having my own place on one income mm -hmm. which is for, for a millennial person it's like I think every millennial out there can can relate to this it's nearly impossible on one income I mean imagine having two kids on one right? income <laughs> it's like the impossible so I'm mm -hmm. really proud of myself to be able to do that feat and yes it definitely is rough mm -hmm. and I could do a lot better if I had roommates but I'm to the point where I'm 30 I've got two boys I want to live on my own in my own house and I should be able to mm -hmm. I should be able to live alone and support my children without having to suffer mm -hmm. I should and that's it's been a really tough pill to swallow as an adult like you know with the insurance prices and, and medical insurance and everything else that they take from us and do and that we have to that we have to contribute to it's so hard to realize that it's a society built on keeping you broke. Mm -hmm. It is. It really is. And it's, at, at, you know, when you're not, we're so far below middle income. 
I mean, people, I always hear, like, I hear some friends say, oh, yeah, I mean, you know, when you're, when you're at, um, you know, middle income, um, middle class, middle class. Thank mm-hmm. you. When you're middle class, it's so hard. And I'm thinking, do you make 300 grand a year? <laughs> I don't think you do. Like you don't know yeah. what middle class is, but everybody grows up where in the nineties, our parents were middle class mm-hmm. and we think, Oh, we're middle class. No, that's not the case. If you don't make three to $500,000 a year, you're not middle class. That's, that's the truth of our area. I mean, the statistics are online. Mm-hmm. So it's really tough, tough pill to swallow that if you're on one income, even if you make decent money over 20 bucks an hour, it's not enough. Mm-hmm. It's really not. And so you have to struggle your way through to be able to do it. So I'm really proud of being able to live alone. Yeah, I'm, I'm impressed with that. Yeah, it's tough. You've done it for over a year. Yeah, it's been, yeah. I mean, I have some help, you know. I've got help too, but when I need it, my boyfriend will step in or, you know, even my parents, even though they're always broke, <laughs> they'll help me out if they can, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been a few times where that's happened. But, yeah, it's it's it can be rough. What are you proud of as far as... Um, being broke mom. <laughs> what are you proud of? <laughs> uh, well, I think I think digging myself out of a hole that, I mean, it it wasn't. I'm not blaming it on anyone else but myself. Right. Because credit, that, you mean? Yeah, the credit, and you know, being able to build my credit through my 20s and kind of get myself back on track, and then, uh, you know, offering to help people. Like I help my mom you know, try to get her finances. Mm-hmm. I've helped other people, like, just giving positive affirmations, yeah. like, saying, you can do it. Like, here's here's what I do. And, mm-hmm. you know, I have a little booklet with all my budget stuff on it. And so I'm able to, you know, track everything. And then I have a spreadsheet. But that's, anyway. Um, but <clears throat> also another thing is, is that I really love sales. Yeah. I love Goodwill. Yeah. And thrift stores. And, I mean, garage sales. Garage sales. We both do. Yes. And so finding those deals, I think, is really important to someone that's broke um, or on the edge of being broke because you're able to get what you need without spending full price. And knowing that there's no shame in doing that. No shame. I mean, your no. daughter your daughter's always just really cute and people always are like, oh, she's dressed so cute. How do you afford all this? I know people say that to you. Yeah. And it's like, dude, she's at Goodwill Garage Sales. That's what I say. But she finds good quality stuff. Dude, I have Goodwill anxiety. Yeah, like, yeah. I cannot <laughs> spend more than 30 minutes in a thrift store, whereas Chrissy is like, let me sort through everything. Everything. And well, I'm like, Chrissy. You can't find the good stuff unless you sort through it. That's true. And <laughs> so I'll be like, Chrissy, look for this for me because <laughs> I These can't do it. These are my kids sizes. I go in there and I see the shelves are disarray and I go in panic attack mode. Like, can't handle it. I just put my headphones on and it just kind of goes yeah. to the store. Coast. Try to try to nonchalant. But I, I share that with people because I don't think it's something that I'm ashamed of. No, and, it shouldn't be. And also, my daughter is very well taken care of. Mm-hmm. And if there's something that I can't find at a thrift store, like she really wants boots this fall again. Mm-hmm. She wore her boots out. Boots. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll look for them. But, you know, shoes are kind of different because kids wear through shoes so fast. Oh, my gosh. Especially I'm, boys. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just not going to go through, you know, searching for them. I'm like, okay, maybe I'll find a coupon at Target and then I'll get them. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, it's kind of fun. You bet, you've been learning how to coupon more. Yeah. I'm not a professional couponer by no, any means. No. But um, today I did save $50 on our groceries using coupons. So that's that awesome. was pretty good. I use the, I use the apps. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a combination between physical coupons and apps. Right. Yeah, those those using. extreme couponers are insane, man. I know. I wish I had the patience for that kind of thing. There is no way. <laughs> no way. I mean, you got me into planning, and that's like as deep as I get. I got one planner. We have preferred planners, though. We have our favorite planners that we both just recently got oh, again. yes, yes, yes. And we love those. Mm-hmm. But 
I get into the planner like the day by day, but I won't go deeper than that, like with organization really. Mm -hmm. I have a file cabinet with my important stuff. Like if there's a fire in my house, I know what to grab. Mm -hmm. It's got my like birth certificate, you know. The big stuff. Right. But but there's not like a crazy amount of organization to my daily life. Um, I wouldn't say my house is ever messy. Mm -mm. My mom always says, oh, it doesn't even look like you have kids, but check out their bedroom. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you know, so, but, so check I'm organized, I'm cleanly, but I'm not, yeah, but I am not, I'm not organized to the T like Chrissy is. Well, and it's kind of, sometimes it's organized chaos for me, but I, I have, I have, uh, some, some anxiety and I, I try to, a little bit of a tote order. And I love totes, but I, I need it to be, and I don't have OCD, so I'm not claiming that. Right, But, no. but I, I want things to be organized, because I lived in so much chaos. Yeah. So a lot of my stuff is labeled, so I know where things are. <laughs> and, hey, my label maker was the best Christmas present I ever got. I know, you said that. You you said that. Yeah. yeah I agree. So, um, so yeah, I, I, I like to be organized. I like to be, to plan, but um, it's also fun to coupon and, and budget. So, whereas you are the planner, I'm more the jumper. Yeah. And when it comes to priorities, um, that's a different take that we have, I think. You are like, let me plan this out. Let me save for it. Let me prioritize for it. And I am just like, let me prioritize it to right now. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, priorities in that aspect can be very different. Mm -hmm. You can be the type of person who is like, my priority is taking my kids uh, to Universal Studios for their birthday. And that's my priority, so I'm going to put all my money toward that, and I'm going to make it work. And I'm literally just going to make it work. <laughs> as, as rough as it's going to be, and as I should be spending, you know, $200 a month and putting it into savings, I'm going to do this instead. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's me. I prioritize to right now. Okay. I prioritize to what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I prioritize what I need. Like, you know, if you have to get your tires replaced, you <laughs> prioritize that to now. You don't have a choice. Yeah. You like- spit out the $500 or... You figure out how to do it, and then you come up with the, the rest of the bills later. Maybe you put off rent for a week and get a $75 fee. I've done that. <laughs> you know, that, that happens. You prioritize that way. But you're more the, I prioritize by planning out for the next, like, year. Whereas mm-hmm. I don't even feel like I, I mean, for the, for the year out, maybe. But I feel like I don't even think as far ahead as, like, what's coming after next year. Okay. I'm like, I could get hit by a bus tomorrow. And I would rather do this than <laughs> save. And and sometimes that's not great, but it's just how I've kind of realized that I want to live my life. Like when I was traveling around cosplaying and, you know, mm-hmm. I had this network of cosplay friends and I was like, ah, I want to do it. So I would just buy the plane ticket and then a few months later buy the hotel room mm-hmm. and then a few months later have a hundred dollars or so saved up to spend. Mm-hmm. And, and then I went and I just went like... On a whim. Willy-nilly, on a whim, just went and made it happen. And you're like, no, I need no, a year. No. I need a year to go to cons. Well, and I... <laughs> <laughs> I need a full year of planning for this. It's not happening, Anna. I mean, I have forced you into a con la- kind of last minute, but not really. It was like six months. So <laughs> No, you forced me into a cosplay last minute. Yeah, that's we true. We knew we were going to come. We built we built uh, some warrior cosplays, mm-hmm. Amazons. Yep. That by the way, we're into we're super into fandoms and cosplay. We're gonna talk about that in another Summer episode. Times. Yeah. Uh, com- Comic cons and cosplays. Mm-hmm. I've been all over the country. Mm-hmm. Chrissy has been to a couple West Coast cons. And she's driven up to Vancouver. Uh, Canada. Yes. Canada. Yeah. I took a spontaneous 
trip yeah. to uh, Vancouver recently. See, you can be spontaneous. So that was really fun to get cosplay items potentially. Right. So even better. But um, yeah, I look at things more as. I plan them by, like, month. Like, I'm like, this month I'm doing this, and then this month I'm doing that. And so... You prioritize long-term, mm-hmm. and I prioritize short-term. Because that's how my brain needs it. Yeah. Otherwise, I will panic. Right, exactly. And I can't... I can't not... I have to have more... Uh, Structure? Concrete, like, plans and... Yeah. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. It's hard to explain. I know what you mean, though. It's It's one of those things, like... You either are this person or you're not. And... And this way we work together. It, it does work really well because you... <laughs> I posted I posted a meme on our story on Instagram. It was like, sometimes you're either... It's like you have oh. two two modes. One is like, I panic and worry about everything. And the other is, fuck it. And <laughs> it's like, like I'm usually just the fuck it. Let's do it. And I'm, I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Drop everything. Let's go. And Chrissy's like, no, Anna. Rain it in. <laughs> like, let's think about this. I'm like, okay, fine. Fine. <laughs> You're right. And, you know, and then vice versa, though. Sometimes you're like, no, let's think about it. I'm like, no, Chrissy, let's just do it. And you're like, okay, fine, you're right. You know, Anna knows my thinking face. Right, exactly. <laughs> and I know how to push you into doing the good stuff. I wouldn't ever push you into something that's like oh, a no. bad decision. Oh, no. yeah. And I wouldn't do it. And I know you wouldn't. No. And if it was too far of a stretch, you wouldn't do it either. Mm-hmm. But I've definitely pushed you into some stuff. And you've held me back from some stuff. So <laughs> it's always a good thing. It's always a good match. But, you know, in conclusion, as friends, we don't have it together. As no. mothers, we don't have it together. And that is okay. Yeah. Uh, but we are also guilty of wearing that mask. Yeah. We're, we're guilty of wearing the mask, yeah, of oh, pretending yeah. that we have it together. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, and I, that's okay. I'm fine with that. And pretending to have it all together and not showing... Those moments that are tough or weak, mm-hmm. it, that's okay. I don't have to show those moments to everyone. Not feeling like the world sees you as weak in those little moments where you post the tantrum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but um, my goal is to give my child more than what I had. Whether that be emotionally or physically, I just want to give her more. That's my goal too, to be honest with you. It's to give my kids experiences. I, I had one vacation growing up, and I want to give them the fun. You know, I, I definitely want to give them their own space and their own house. And so I prioritize making sure my rent's paid and making sure my bills are paid. Mm-hmm. But it's always going to be about what can I do next with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that is our episode. Thanks, you guys, for tuning in once again. We Thanks. love hearing from you on Mondays. And please do keep coming back. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review us. And leave comments. Absolutely. Any comments you want to give us on Instagram or Twitter, any feedback, we'd love to hear it. Yes. You can comment on some um, listening platforms as well. Mm-hmm. So if you see our if you see our podcast and it so you know strikes you to give us a to give us a rate, then please do. Mm-hmm. Um, remember to follow us on Instagram. Yes. Follow us on Twitter. Yeah, it's Two Broke Moms Podcast on Instagram. That's the number two. Or Two Broke Moms on Twitter. Yeah. Look for <laughs> us and subscribe. Awesome. Bye guys. Do it for the love, for the love, yes I do So you don't care about the money, well yes it's true And I'm so blessed to be fulfilling my destiny All material things could mean less to me